When I say don't pick up the dice so fast, I mean it. He was slinging pawns at a B&B when he had an epiphany. And they complained about Tom too, about not playing the ND. It was free for all, and I heard him say, he bought my Borderlands. But just sit back and let Spencer do his trick, cause you're incapable AMs. Hello, welcome to Keep Off the Borderlands, a podcast about RPGs and stuff. My name's Spencer, a.k.a. Free Thrall, and in this episode, well, let's start with a reminder for Movie Monday, because, well, we're almost halfway through the first month of this year, and um, what have we got, like 14 days? Don't you mean 12? In which to submit your entry, this month's movie is Terry Gilliam's Time Bandits from 1981. Unfortunately, I don't think it's currently streaming for free anywhere. So if you don't own a copy, you may have to fork out a couple of quid or bucks, should I say, to watch it. I probably should have factored that in when choosing the movie. But, you know, something to keep in mind as we go forward. This is my first time. So please be gentle with me. Give the movie a watch if you can or if you're already familiar with it. Call in, let me know your thoughts. All the contributions will be featured in the episode on the last Monday of the month. Uh, The cut-off date for those entries is, well, I've said the 27th. I know Jason on Nerds RPG Variety Cast has said the 26th, but I'll honour entries that arrive by that later date. The episode's going out on the 29th, of course. You can send entries via SpeakPipe, but uh, you're limited there to the 90-second call length, you can email me at spencer.freethrall at gmail.com or send me an audio file via Discord. Details in the show notes. As always, I look forward to hearing from you. And talking of leaving me messages... Hey Spencer, this is Merck. Congrats on two Between the Borderlands episodes. Rapid fire. I guess it's a, a helpful format, isn't it? Uh, and thank you for your thoughtful reflections on this whole Substack um, fiasco. I don't know what you want to call it, but I I understand where you're coming from, and uh, just I appreciate you laying it out as you did. So, take care. Thank you. Merck the Meek there, complimenting me on stealing his format for my Between the Borderlands episodes. Um, My intention is to use that short-form format for putting out more prescient stuff, perhaps, or just thoughts that may not necessarily have anything to do with gaming, or just stuff that doesn't fit into regular episodes for whatever reason. I'm not going to go into the details about the Substack stuff here because, well, I've said what I want to say in those episodes already. So please give them a listen. They're only about five minutes each. 
Thanks again for your message, Michael. I was listening to Daniel Norton on Monsters and Treasure, the podcast he does with K.R. King. The episode I'm thinking of was called DM Controlled Fun. Now, Daniel said something along the lines of, well, I think his exact words were, dice are the chaos of the world. And this really got me thinking about the role of dice, or rather, what I mean is the role that dice play in RPGs and and how that kind of ties in with the fact that I've never really liked the idea of luck as a stat or as a resource. Sure, it makes more sense in some games than others, but I've always felt that luck should be something that belongs to the dice, if you know what I mean. I'm aware I'm kind of talking about Something slightly different, I mean luck being like a meta-currency really that represents the hand of fate or fortune of the character, you know, like hero points. Whereas the dice are that element of chance, the element of chaos, as Daniel puts it. The unpredictability of the world. I'm not sure if I'm making that distinction as clearly as it is in my mind but um i hope that kind of makes sense on on one hand you've got luck representing the characters as protagonists as heroes of a story and on the other hand i'm thinking of luck as players as kind of like gods playing dice as it were I'm not sure if that clarifies anything any better, but I will continue. There are different ways of considering what dice represent mechanically within the rules of a game. And I first came across the idea that the results of players' roles were more than simply a test of how well the character was performing a particular task at that particular instance. When I was reading through Jaws of the Sick Serpent, Tim Gray's sword and sorcery take on his own PDQ system, PDQ being prose descriptive qualities, task resolution, as it's called in that particular game, being a slightly more narrative system, the result of a role determines the level of influence the player has over how the events play out. So it's more about winning control of the game for that turn. Now, I find the idea of a die result determining who's in control of a given situation a really interesting one that could apply to a more traditional style of play. Thinking of it more from an in-character perspective, it could represent the degree of control a character as over the situation in hand. If a player rolls well, the character performs their task unhindered and the situation plays out much as the player and the character expected it to. However, when a player rolls badly, 
it doesn't necessarily mean the character has failed to do something, but it does mean that things didn't quite go their way. Things became a little more complicated, perhaps. Something occurs that's beyond the character's control, which could be completely unrelated to their actions. It could just be that fortune was not shining on them in that moment. Their lockpick breaks, their torch goes out, some guards rush in through another door, that kind of thing. I certainly think something like that gets away from the idea that, say, if you're playing a thief, yet you keep failing at the very thing that you're supposed to be good at, which is something that I, as a player, have found very frustrating in the past. So rather than it being a failure of the character, it's simply something out of their control has occurred. And yeah, if that makes any sense to you at all, and you have any thoughts about it, I'd be very interested to hear them. I want to leave you with a question. This was something asked on the Mastering Dungeons podcast, episode 171. And the question was, MCDM's new game, MC being Matt Colville, uses tactical, heroic, cinematic fantasy to describe their game. What would be the four descriptors of your ultimate role-playing game, and what do those chosen words mean to you? This is something that I have thought about when considering how much of a misnomer OSR is as a label, and you know, trying to come up with something that's maybe a bit more helpful for those struggling to understand that whole movement and what it's supposed to be all about. My first thought was open world exploratory adventuring. This certainly captures much of what I hope to get from a game myself, but it doesn't really say anything about the level of engagement that I look for. So then I thought, dynamic, in-character, exploration, which spells out dice, which is nice. Does that really capture everything? I'm certainly a little irked by the fact that one of those words I've chosen was in. Or how about this? Emergent narratives and critical thinking which spells out an act, which I like. I'm clearly a fan of a nice acronym. I'd be interested to hear what four descriptors you would choose for your preferred role-playing experience. Well, that's quite enough from me. Thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate all the messages I receive. If you'd like to contact me, you can leave an audio message via speakpipe.com slash keepofftheborderlands, or one word, or you can email me at spencer.freethrall at gmail.com. You can also find me in a variety of other places, as detailed 
in the show notes. If you enjoy the show, a review would certainly be much appreciated. Music for Keep Off the Borderlands is provided by the multi-talented Mr. TJ Drennan. And it just remains for me to say, take it away, TJ. Warning, if celebrating the sound of dice hitting the table and pondering the meaning of the many acronyms within your player's handbook doesn't cure that burning sensation, please see your doctor.